This is Point of View with Chris Berg. Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us here on this Friday evening. As we've been telling you throughout the week, February is Black History Month. It's a chance to pay tribute and acknowledge all the great achievements of Black Americans here in the great United States of America. So earlier today, I had just an incredible roundtable discussion celebrating Black History Month. We're going to play it in two different parts for you tonight during the show. There's a lot more to it. If you want to see it, it's an entirety. Just go to our Facebook page. It's facebook.com forward slash POV now. But here's part one of our fantastic conversation. Today, we are going to celebrate Black History Month. We've got three outstanding guests with us. One more might join us. We're waiting for one more, so we'll see. But I want to introduce our guests and just take some time today to really uh, focus on the great achievements of Black Americans here in the great United States of America. So I'm going to put on full screen as I introduce them here, but Mathur Alier, I believe, uh, he is the chairman of the Fargo Humans Relations Committee, does some great work in Fargo Public Schools as well. You get a chance to hear more about that. Uh, Richard Pillay is with the F5 Project. And also we've got our good friend Raheem Williams, economist, and, and been with us before. So it's all three of you. Thanks so much for doing this. And I think it's such an important conversation. Raheem, I'm going to start with you. If you want to just take a few moments maybe to introduce yourself and then talk about what, what does Black History Month mean to you? Uh so my name is Raheem Williams. I'm an economist and a political commentator, social commentator. And some people agree with me, some people don't. Uh, what Black History Month means to me is, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, uh, I am of the thought that Black history is American history and it's every day, not just one month. So it's just a moment to emphasize those things. But uh, Black history is important year round. Amen to that. Matura, let's go to you, sir, and uh, give us a little bit about your background and what does Black History Month mean to you? I am uh, Matur Alier. I am a chair, the chair of Fargo Human Relations Commission. I'm uh, also director of equity and inclusion with uh, Moorhead Public School. Black history mean a lot to me. It mean like uh, it's a, a month that I look back to who I am and, uh, and how black people came to this point in this country. So it mean a lot. And Matura's being humble, folks. Uh, Matura, share a little bit about your story because you shared with us before we went on online, but originally from South Sudan and just your journey here to Fargo. Yeah, I was uh, I was born in South Sudan. It's the newest nation in the world. They got the independent from Sudan in 2011. I was born there and I flee to a refugee camp in Ethiopia where I uh, spent about 10 years in a refugee camp before coming to America. First landed in Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania. I uh, lived there and uh, worked there. I went to school there, went to Penn State University and moved to Fargo and work here as a social worker for almost six years. Wow. Well, welcome to the community. And if you don't mind, and Richard, obviously we're going to get to you, but I just think there's yeah. so many questions because so few people obviously have, have been inside of a refugee camp. You were there for 10 years, which mm -hmm. I can't even fathom. If you don't mind, just share a little bit about like your experience and, and why 10 years? Is that normal or? Uh, yes, there are some people that were born there and still live there till this day. I was just lucky and fortunate enough to get a chance to come to America. Uh, refugee camp is a, it's a place for people fleeing from their country due to war or prosecution. So the life there is a, a little bit different. 
because uh, you don't get a chance to work. You uh, just live in a camp where you get provided everything, sometimes not enough. You used to get like, um, uh, I think, five pounds of, uh, of, uh, of rice a month and uh, have to live on that and budget that out to 30 days or I won't have anything to eat later on. So it was pretty difficult, but you get used to it living there. So. Wow, that was so you can't work. Maybe we'll come back to that, but I, I didn't know that. So please continue to share more of that story. And Richard, let's go to you and just share a little bit about your background and what Black History Month means to you. You would think I'd have this down by now. <laughs> got you, my friend. <laughs> uh, so my name is Richard Pellet, and I'm the, uh, the director of development for the F5 project, uh, which is a nonprofit. Uh, in North Dakota that helps people all across the state who are transitioning out of jail and prison get back on their feet. Uh, for me, Black History Month is is such a, a unique time and it's probably like one of my uh, one of my most favorite times of year, if you will, uh, outside of like Christmas and my birthday, of course. But I think uh, for me, Black History Month is is such a time to be able to celebrate. And I, I try to use it to celebrate, you know, the, our pioneers and our pillars of our of our black community. But I really like to focus and really try to, to educate and try to be aware of Black History Month, it, even though it's only 28 days, it's every month in February. There's still Black History Month. There's still Black history being made every single day. And so as much as it's, it's given for this specific month, I think it's something that we should we should always continue to celebrate. And that's something that I, I always try to celebrate and always try to, to, to share and to try to just educate. So for me, it's, it's not just 28 days in February. It's Black History Month is every day. Yeah. So, so what what does your hat say? It says make what? Uh, it says make house black again. So what am I missing? What <laughs> it, <laughs> so this is a, a well, this hat originally was a kind of a less inside joke, but uh, it actually was uh, made by a, a DJ or a producer who um, in the music realm, you know, wanted to, you know, it's predominantly electronic music is predominantly occupied by uh, you know, folks of more fair skin, if you will. And so there's there's definitely a growing significant number of producers and DJs and different people who are of African-American and who are, are really trying to, to garner in that area of music. And so they created this this movement of this theory to make House Black again is because a lot of the influences that house music has, it takes from uh, jazz, it takes from R&B, from funk, from rap, a lot of things that were originally created uh, in Africa. So it's, uh, this is kind of a, a just a tongue-in-cheek way to really be able to showcase and really be able to say, hey, this music, you may know, you know, you may recognize certain people, but there are more people out there who are doing, you know, doing more unique things. I want to get each one of your point of view on this, because this is something that uh, whenever I, I, I talk to my Black American friends, I struggle with the fact that in our nation's birth certificate, and I'm going to read some of this to you guys and we'll have the conversation, but it says we hold these yeah. truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I read that from 1776. And I think, man, it took us almost a hundred years just to get rid of slavery. They're like, how, how can we write that and then take so long and then took us to 1960? Like, it just seems it shouldn't take that long. Right. And then also one more thing to, to start the conversation in our preamble to the constitution says we the people of the united states in order to form a more perfect union 
establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility. So, Raheem, I'm going to go back to you. Just your thoughts on, on the, the, the unbelievable amount of time it takes to actually try to live up to this. And how are we doing as far as a more perfect union in your point of view? Well, uh, human society on this earth is a story of advancement and development, right? So uh, we're not perfect today, and we weren't perfect 300 years ago, 400 years ago, 250 years ago. Is it does is this is us basically building towards a greater thing? And what you see in our founding documents, uh, more so, more often than not, is this high idealism. It was a bar to strive towards, to build towards. It was never ever saying that we know for a fact right now today everybody is created equal, because that's still not true. But the idea is to bring that closer to truth. It's somewhat similar to Christian doctrine. It's like yes, we do sin, but that does not mean you stop trying to become a better person. And um, it, it, the idea is to create heaven on earth. We recognize that that is clearly not the case, but that does not mean you are not a Christian, right? So it's, it's, it's basically uh, something to build towards. It was the founder setting a bar high. All right, be sure and stay with us. Coming up, part two of our tribute and celebration of Black History Month. As always, you can share your point of view with us. Very easy to do. Just email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back. 